Welcome to New Story Podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, the one and only. This week we are looking at the energy report. It's 2019, baby! This energy report is for December 31st to Sunday, the 6th of January. What a year! Wow! I'm so I'm so psyched. Fresh energy. You know, even though we officially end our new year at the end of our energetic new year, which is more uh, April time, we are shifting into a new energy. And next week, we're going to talk all about the numerology of 2019 and, and what that's going to bring us. And uh, And yeah, but for now... Let's just enjoy a little shift. Let's just enjoy this action-packed week that we have coming up. This is a, this is this week is a fireworks display. Um, the theme that I picked for this week is I am committed to my vision. And commitment is a word that's going to come up a lot this energy report. We got two uh, tarot cards that popped up. Um, this week. The first one that wanted to show its face uh, was the Four of Wands. And then we had a special appearance from the Page of Pentacles. Um, The Four of Wands is a card of actual energy. Wands always represent the spirit and motion and energy. And it's about celebrating milestones, recognizing our successes and achievements, looking forward with excitement and opening to possibility. That's, that's a real New Year's uh, intention type energy. Um, you know, 2018 was a shit show at times, but you've got a lot to be proud of yourself for. Be proud of yourself just for trying whatever you tried last year. You know, be proud of yourself because for better or worse, you really did do your best. You did the best you could from where you were standing in the situations that you were in. And I'm sure, I know, it taught you a lot. So this uh, card can also be about surprises, uh, which is going to come up a lot in our energy report this week too. Uh, But with the Four of Wands, the surprises ultimately are ones that will give us joy. The Page of Pentacles supporting reminds us to stay practical, to have a realistic step-by-step approach Uh, to our goals, to stick to our commitments. Commitment, commitment, commitment. It's a word that's going to come up a lot in this week's report, and I think it's important to note right off the bat that the only commitment that you really need to make, ultimately, is to yourself. And staying in situations or experiences out of a sense of duty to commitment is not the same as being true to yourself. So you know the difference because you'll feel it. One is going to make you feel relieved, at peace, confident, and the other is going to make you feel uh, trapped, um, scared, and uh, you're going to see from your behaviors that it's not the right fit. So these cards 
this week. They're calling us to be in the physical and material realm, right? To get down to earth uh, and to be true to our spirit, though, to have faith that through our vibration of joy in this world, that through that higher vibration, all things are possible. So the weekly ritual I picked this week is practical self-care. Everyone always tries, well, they don't always try, but I feel like secretly in the backs of our minds, we're always trying to shit on practical self-care as the truest form of spirituality. But I'm here to tell you, it is the hardest and most meaningful activity for a human being is practical self-care, taking care of that body. You know, shooting off into outer space is fun. It's fun to go into these wild meditations. It's fun to connect with our spirit guides. It's a little scary to do that, but it's fun also. But when you get into nature, right, when you've eaten right, when you've gotten sleep, when you've exercised, how do you feel? You feel great. You feel good. Why? Because you pulled your soul back into that body and you're doing what you came here to do, which is be a human being. So the root chakra, the first chakra, is located in our lower half, the feet, the legs, the hips. And we actually get our power here as human beings from the earth, from this root chakra. Energy in the body moves upwards. So how do you tend to your earthly vehicle, you know? We need to get, we need to draw that energy up from the earth and into our bodies. So the best way to honor your spirit and your spirituality is always going to be to honor your body. And it's also the hardest thing to do. So it's not easy. It's not easy for anyone to exercise, to eat right, to take care of themselves. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to commit to those things. Um, but this week we're going to try. This is a busy, busy, busy week. Very busy energy. Um, So, yeah, hold on to your panties. Um, Monday, the 31st, Mars is going to go into Aries. This is kind of intense energy for New Year's Eve. Um, You might want to stay home or do things close to home uh, on this night. You might want to be careful driving. Uh, and, and with transportation, um, Aries and Mars and Aries is like the God of wars coming home. Right. And, and as planets shift, that energy gets intensified. So on this day, there might be people that are just getting very drunk, driving, uh, acting kind of insane. Sometimes they might be really projecting their anger and their aggression, So I would really be um, conscientious about where you go, who you're spending time with at this time. Um, It's totally okay to just have a low-key New Year's Eve too. No big deal. Mars, again, is our action, aggression, sexuality, and motion. And coming home to his home sign of Aries, this is a happy homecoming for us, in my opinion. Um, As he's been rounding out his stay in Pisces, We might have been feeling a little unsure of our direction, how to move, treading water energetically, so to speak. We we have a lot of options and maybe no real clue which thing to commit to. So Aries 
doesn't particularly shine at commitment, but it is great at following impulse, the impulse that it takes to start something new, to take a risk, to really get going. We want to watch, though, that this energy isn't wasted needlessly. The mantra should be, pick your battles wisely. Um, Does it need to be said? You know, uh, is it kind? Um, Will it really bring me the result that I desire? You know, these all play uh, play out in our actions and in the way that we uh, communicate uh, when we have this energy. So I would recommend protecting yourself energetically, you know, especially as this energy shifts. Um, don't let yourself be engaged in any wasteful excesses of anger. Um, anger is a fantastic vehicle for right action. You know, anger, when used appropriately and expressed appropriately, uh, is, is a great energy. We have it for a reason. But when it's a projection of vengeance or our inner wounds, um, it can be extremely draining to us and, of course, to all of those around us. So only you know the difference to you. Um, so, you know, recognizing with this energy that we're have it, we'll have for the next month, you know, under anger is hurt, under hurt is love. Our collective is crying out, and this can appear as violence and hatred and anger. And, you know, we know that underneath that behavior is the suffering of the collective. And the only thing that we can do about that is to create an environment of love, connection, and nurturance, and acknowledging that pain uh, that is under those um, bad behaviors. So then we've got our New Year's Day, which will probably be pretty quiet. Uh, We'll probably all be a little burned out on the first and maybe even the second. And uh, on Friday the 4th, we are going to see our next planetary shift, which is Mercury is going to go into Capricorn. So Mercury is our communication, our perception, our inner dialogue, but it's also how we get organized and how we network. Uh, which goes really well with earthy, ambitious, and disciplined Capricorn energy. Mercury and Sagittarius, which we're leaving, it was great for looking at the big picture, for philosophizing, for, you know, kind of thinking big. And now we can bring focus to breaking that into doable steps with practical and very detached at times Capricorn. Sometimes we need to be detached um, in order to see things from a different perspective. So this placement might have a bit of a sobering effect on our ideals, but don't snuff out your dreams just because they might seem lofty in terms of how everything is supposed to come together. You don't need to know how to get to the finish line necessarily. Just commit to exploring in the journey of what it is you want to do. Stay open to the possibilities, baby steps, and don't forget to set intentions and ask spirit for help. You know, we have to give spirit our permission to intervene on our behalf to help us figure out uh, how we're going to make our bigger goals happen. So have you done that lately? Have you told spirit, hey, help me out? You know, I'm relying on you too to support me in, uh, in figuring this stuff out. I can't do this all on my own. Um, that's what they're there for. That's what our guides are there for. And, and spirit is just waiting for you to um, use your free will to give permission 
So Saturday the 5th, we have, wow, a big-ass solar eclipse, new moon, also in Capricorn. So a lot of cappy, cappy energy coming in. A pattern that we have been developing, especially with Saturn, um, which is our maturity and the work we're here to do, still transiting Capricorn. So Saturn's at home in Capricorn for another year. Something that we've been developing is cultivating true commitment. So we've been growing up, basically. And in one way or another, we are making commitments to ourselves this year that we need to stick to. That might be how you work, how you live, how you love, or all of the above. You know, Saturn is all about the rules and systems we live by. And as a society and a collective consciousness, we are now more often than not choosing to live more humanely as we grow and open in our spirituality. So eclipses bring surprises. They eclipse things in and out of our lives. Sometimes it's shocking, but you'll find that it always clears the path for something better. So maybe sometimes we will have a job that will all of a sudden we're laid off or we're fired. And then it also brings in a new job, a more aligned job, something that we really um, maybe have always been uh, interested in. Eclipses tend to drop things in our lap and kick things out of our lives. So this is a this is a, a an intense energy. New moons start a new emotional and creative story. So this new moon solar eclipse in Capricorn it might have us contemplating exactly what we are ambitious for out of our lives. So the questions here are: What do you want? No, really. What do you want out of your life? That's a hard question, right? If someone was to ask, what do you want? Sometimes it's really hard to come up with the answers. So this is about thinking about that, you know, getting clear about that. Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? What thoughts do you want to have? Which actions do you want to be performing? You know, getting clear about like the even the very small things that we want to activate in our lives and about ourselves. That all has to do with what we're ambitious for. And ultimately, it has to do with what we actually end up receiving. So Mercury in Capricorn is going to be helping us with the mental heavy lifting around this new moon. Mars in Aries is going to be helping us to blast off uh, when the time is right. Uh, and the eclipse is going to be helping to kick things in and out of our lives that are necessary for us, that maybe we, we need that extra push. And then, oh boy, oh boy, we've got Sunday, the 6th of January, Uranus is stationing direct in Aries. And we talked about this a little bit last week. Jesus, this is a big, big, powerful week this week. Wow. You know, It's a good job we have all this grounding Capricorn to keep our feet on the ground. Uranus is the planet of the unexpected. It's electrifying, similar to eclipse energy. It also brings surprises. It also sometimes brings shocking things in in or shocking things leave our life. You know, Uranus going direct, happening on the solar eclipse has me feeling like some major shit is going to go down for all of us especially what we see playing out in society. 
Uranus rules social awareness, revolution, and reform, all of which are necessary in the current world we are living through. So who knows if the government shutdown in America is still happening? What's going to happen there? You know, what's going to happen when our society at large is like, man, fuck this shit, and they, you know, decide to... um, revolt. (laughs) That's a big part of this energy. Um, So Aries is ruled by Mars. And Mars, again, the god of war. And this energy is action-packed towards advocating for the self, this Uranus going direct. So which self are we advocating for, though? Is it our worthy and lovable self? Or is it the projection of our wounds and our ego? Only you know. Retrogrades draws inward. So this retrograde had us have, you know, uh, revolting within, right? It was an inner revolution. Shit was getting kicked up and kicked out inside of us. And now when a planet goes direct, now that energy is going to move outward. So the imagery for this week that came to mind to me was that of a catapult or a rubber band. You know, if you pull a rubber band back very tightly and then you let it go, it shoots off with immense power, even though it's just a little piece of rubber, right? So we're about to get a big-ass cosmic push. And let's hope it's not a kick in the ass, but somewhere, someone's definitely going to get a kick in the ass out of this energy. And we also have to hold space for that in our collective Because even if we're doing all of our work and we're like uh, going through happy as laddie, we still need to hold space for the rest of the collective to wake up and to support them and encourage them in that awakening. So that's Uranus and Aries going direct. You know, back to Saturn and Capricorn. Saturn and Capricorn can sometimes feel limiting. Okay, we have to get used to restriction. My chart is ruled by, Cap- by Capricorn and by Saturn. So I know all about hearing the term no and experiencing limitations. Um, like, for example, for me, um, limitation means my body can't deal with alcohol. So I've had to give that up in my earthly life. It might be a restriction and it might be a limitation, but it's also a blessing because it makes me feel good to not drink alcohol. As much as I would love to use it as a numbing agent or a social uh, treat of some kind, it just doesn't work for me. It's, it's, it's a no, right? But it's a no that is actually a gift. Sometimes rejection is God's protection, and that can really ring true. So this is an exciting time. Stay cr- grounded. Appreciate your limitations. You're right where you need to be, you know, Accept that you're a body and that that meat suit needs practical self-care daily to deal with this absolutely electrifying week. And of course, don't forget to tell spirit what you want and ask for help. Spirit is there for us and it wants us to use our willpower to uh, let it intervene for us. You know, we need to call on spirit and say, hey, yeah, I give you permission. Come and help me out. If you've been having trouble trusting in your purpose here on earth, sometimes an intuitive birth chart reading can help validate those deep callings and knowings you have that need validating. Uh, You do need your birth time, place, and date for the reading. 
um, and it must be booked 48 hours in advance. But if that seems like something that you'd like to help give you a push in the right direction, you can um, visit my website, www.rebeccaconran.com, to book uh, that session type. Also, this next week, January 2nd and 3rd, uh, during this electrifying week, it's my second to last week treating in person. Um, my last dates are Wednesday the 2nd of January, Thursday the 3rd, Wednesday the 9th, and Thursday the 10th, all in Brooklyn. After that, I'll only be doing my distance sessions, which are just as good. But if you've been wanting to see me, uh, I'd love to see your beautiful face. So come and visit me in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. You can book online anytime for, e- for any of my session types. And I also have one space open for my private eight-week mentorship that begins around January the 15th based on your schedule. So you can see all about that on my website too, Rebecca Conran, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-C-O-N-R-A-N.com if you want to sign up for my eight-week mentorship and all the details on that are, uh, are on there. As always, thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. And if you're able to, please consider exchanging energy with me by becoming a patron to support the availability of these podcasts. You can donate any amount via the Patreon that is linked uh, in the uh, show notes. So thanks so much. I uh, Happy New Year to you. Next week, we are going to talk about all about the numerology of this year. Um, I wish you peace and ease and joy uh, through this very powerful week, this very powerful por- portal. Sending you love. 